0: Hello, everyone. Thank you for being here. You're listening to your photography podcast. I'll be your host, Adam Phillips. I'm an active lifestyle and commercial business photographer and videographer with over 16 years of experience. And while I may have a good knowledge base for creating images and video, everyone has a unique perspective on creating still motion pictures and the do's and don'ts of operating a business. That's why I created Your Photography Podcast, so that we can make a space for learning and growing a community. Whether you're just starting to find your eye in photography or you are a seasoned professional, there will always be something here for you. What's up, guys? This is Your Photography Podcast. I'm Adam Phillips, your host. Today's episode is going to be a little different. I don't have a guest on this one just because of the timing and stuff, but with that said, I want to kind of explore the areas of photography that often go missed or unheard of. And I bring this up a little bit because someone mentioned to me the other day that they did not know that climbing photography was even a thing. With that in mind, I want to explore all different aspects of photography and how you as a listener can potentially find your voice, your niche, when it comes to creating the images and videos that you want to. And I say videos because videos are motion pictures. So all of the things that apply to photography apply to video as well as far as composition and and all of that. So with that in mind, I'll just kinda just start getting into it. So finding your niche with photo and video, why is that so important? Well, I think one of the main points for that really comes down to just being able to know that you love the area of content that you're, you're making. And sometimes it takes a while to learn exactly what areas you love. And so that's the whole kind of point of this episode is the whole reason behind finding your niche. And I guess the next question to ask with, with that, all of it is, why is it so important to explore other niches and types of photography? With exploring other types of photography, you're able to learn different sets of skills, whether you're trying to light something for use on social media or you're taking just standard images that can be used for Amazon for someone else's store or whatnot, or someone wants it to be on their own Shopify account and they want everything in a white background, learning how to shoot those different aspects of photography can be super crucial to you as being a content creator for someone for making money, for being able to be versatile in the types of content that you're able to provide. So I guess that really hits my next question, which is why is it so important to explore other niches and types of photography? Maybe it doesn't quite hit on it, but it, it definitely briefly touches it. So I guess going further, I just wrote down some different types of niches or different types of photography. And so let's explore those. So some of the ones that I wrote down was surf, ski, climbing, biking. So that's kind of all falls into the same bit of a niche because you have your action sports, their extreme sports, and then anything else can go along with that, that maybe I don't have mentioned here. So you might have like skydiving or like wake, wake surfing or wakeboarding, those types of things. So those are very much a different kind of photography than, you know, if you were shooting portraits or weddings, because you're, you're learning how to capture action at the fly and also then learn how to work lighting and all of this super crucial skills to have, even if you're going to find out that you don't like it and you want to shoot weddings so the next couple of niches that I have down here is car or motorsports. Learning how to capture a car coming around on the racetrack, whether you're out at the Nuremberg ring or whatever, you know, being able to have and know what your settings need to be as far as capturing the, the fast moving action that way, but still allowing to have your like, background blurry or have a blurred With the motion. So, learning how to control your shutter speed and the right depth of field and all of that that goes into making sure that the exposure is correct, but giving you the effects that you want within your image. The next one that I have after that, as far as niches go, is team sports. This comes down to some super crucial skills as far as like with with the team sports usually you're trying to capture something with a shallow depth of field because obviously the audience that's across the court is not that entertaining so having a shallow depth of field is is great for shooting team sports but also knowing where a good image is going to be taken so if you're sitting you know on the opposite end of the court is that going to be good is that a good spot or do you need to be on the same side that they're the, the team that you're trying to capture is scoring on? You know, And all of those things play a factor into making you a more well-rounded photographer. So the next niche I have written down is children and family photos. So this also is like portraits or maybe along the lines, if you're doing children and family photos, maybe you're doing also business portraits very fast. And with this, you're gonna you're gonna fall into more of a, a realm of like, can you work fast? Can you get people in and out? People are paying not for your time, but how efficient you usually are. So learning to be like, hey, rather than like let's let's take it a step back. So you're team sports, you are getting paid to be there for the probably duration of the game. Whereas children and family photos, they're like, hey, you know. My kids are only going to sit here for this long. Can you get the lighting right? Can you get your settings right in your camera? All this, you know. So a lot of these things um, in these different categories that I've already mentioned or niches really have a great, they relate in a lot of different ways of being able to be efficient, being quick, and and just knowing your equipment, being able to work efficiently and get the job done. Right. So the next one is newborns. Obviously with, with any of these as well, you're going to have, you know, editing is going to be a little different and, and that all comes down to learning which niche is yours and, and figuring out what you love most. But with newborns, with your editing with newborns, you know, there's a lot of different things that happen within their skin of a newborn and babies as they're, you know, just not quite their complexion. It's just shifting. It's a lot of, there's a lot of different things and they can have a rash or whatever. And learning how to fix that in post can be a crucial skill as far as shooting newborns. But again, likely, you know, if you're like, Hey, you know, I love shooting climbing, not necessarily newborns because there's not that required type of editing to fix the skin, fix the lips, fix all of that, right? But then again, with like family photos and portraits, you might also find yourself wanting to shoot newborns and you might enjoy that. But then someone that has that skill set, they're like, Hey, you know what? I can't shoot climbing because I'm scared of heights. I guess that's kind of why I'm, I'm bringing up this topic is finding your niches. There's so many different ways to use photography. So my next niche that I have down here is macro bugs, fly fishing, etc and this can be a crucial skill you know there's people there's photographers that do this and this is all they do is take pictures of small things and little details whether it be the fizz in a cup whether it be like the the eyes on a on a dragonfly or they're taking a picture of a snowflake or different types of snowflakes i'm sure you can find one you know you this could be your your niche is Hey, I just take pictures of snowflakes. That's all I take pictures of. Pictures of frozen ice, frozen snow, frozen water, droplets. And that's all you ever share and post. And that can, you know, the, but there's there's definitely a need for that. And and finding that niche and finding that, that outlet for you as a photographer can be super fun, but also beneficial, especially I think with macro photography, because it's one of those things that translates into pretty much any other niche. The reason I say this is, you know, I just mentioned skiing or like the skiing and the climbing and the biking and stuff, but having the ability to shoot a tight close-up shot of something and bring out the details of, a, of the most micro minute thing, whether it be a bike tire or it's the snowflakes or... With the climbing, maybe it's like the little burrs and nicks in a in a climbing carabiner, or with like surfing, maybe it's like the wax on the on the surfboard, you know, or it's or it's sand on the on the beach. So, so those are some super crucial things with the macro things. I don't know necessarily with team sports, unless you know maybe you were you were going to shoot the basketball or the volleyball or baseball or whatever, and get the tight tight close up like threads on the on the baseball or something. Again, though, you know, there's a use for macro photography in just about every genre, you know, that being said, like the next thing I have here is wedding photography. So wedding photography definitely can relate to the person that shoots macro because, you know, you get a lot of flat lay stuff or you get someone that's like, Hey, let me get a picture of your rings, you know, together. And there's a lot of different ways of lighting and doing that with macro photography, that if you don't learn that skill, you might not know it. And if you don't explore it, you might not know that, hey, you know, I love macro photography over wedding photography. My next niche that I have down here is wildlife. So wildlife photography is kind of a niche of its own. It falls into probably a little bit of the outdoor realm of stuff because it is wildlife. But I guess I'm going to say more kind of into the extreme sports of things because the skill that it might take to get yourself to some of those places You might find yourself, hey, you know, I need to be in shape a little bit or, you know, it requires some hiking with some of my gear or like spending the night in the mountains in order to get the wildlife the next morning moving around before they bed down. The whole point with with that is just with wildlife, there's, there's so many different things that you can do with that. And again, like I said with the macro stuff, as I'm thinking about it, your wildlife photography, you know, you could take macro shots of feet prints, you know, in the snow or the mud or different other aspects of that. You know, maybe it's like the fur of an animal or something. So there's so many different ways to take that and explore it. Obviously, with wildlife photography, often it takes a little bit more gear. It takes a little bit more expensive gear. Long lenses are not cheap. As we all know, they're generally upwards of $8,000, but if that's what you want to do, there's nothing wrong with that. And again, some of that crosses over to the team sports or the car motor sports, and sometimes even the surfing and the, and, and the biking and stuff, because with the surfing, not always are you going to be in the water or on the water, but you might be on the beach with a long lens to shoot that surfer to back it up the same thing happens with the wildlife photography. And there's nothing wrong with trying to do multiple niches. But I think as far as social media goes, it kind of just depends if you develop a name for yourself. You're like, hey, I shoot surfing, but also wildlife. Or hey, I shoot biking and newborns. But there's, I guess, a bit of a place where it needs to kind of translate, I think when developing a brand or if you're trying to create a business with this because with the biking, with the wildlife, with with the skiing, those things can relate to each other. Whereas I feel like if you're like, hey, I shoot biking and newborn, you should probably look at trying to develop the brand individually for both, which goes back to finding your niche, right? So like, if you're like, hey, I have two things that I really am pa- passionate about, but they really don't align. So it's like weddings and climbing, right? Unless you shoot wedding photos for climbers or, or you're shooting like these elaborate climbing photography weddings, like you're up on this, on this cliff edge and it's a wedding, right? So that, that would translate, but, and that could be super niche down and you're the only person that does that. And I guess I, I'm reminded a little bit with that one because I remember going down to the WPPI, the Wedding Portrait and Photographer International Expo, and Nikon had someone present doing a presentation on wedding photography in extreme locations. So that can be super unique to you, where you're able to do these extreme sports type locations, but you're doing weddings. And wedding elopement type photography in those locations. So yeah, right. I guess that's the point that I kind of want to make there is you can find a niche that's super unique that fits you, that fits, that fits the thing that you want to do. So the next thing I, I have is landscape. Landscape images are super cool and they're super needed and super beautiful, you know, finding, finding the right lighting, finding the right location, like location scouting, waiting for the light to be the certain way that you want it can, can be really fun, but also require a ton of patience. And sometimes people that are used to shooting children and family photos, they have a minute amount of patience to work with, with children and work with families and work with people. But they're like, hey, I don't care to sit around here to get skunked out in the morning or I'm not an early morning person and they don't want to go out and chase those sunrises, but maybe that's you and that, and that fits what you do. And again, there's nothing wrong with being like, Hey, I shoot children and family photos during the day, but every morning I go out and photograph landscapes or rivers. It's the possibilities are really endless. So the next niche that I have written down here is underwater photography. So this can fall into a little bit of the surf photography, right? So maybe you're not always shooting surf photography, but you're like, hey, you know, I love using my camera. I love doing this. And there's no pressure to work with another person to just go, hey, I'm going to go shoot every sea urchin that I see or every sea turtle that I see or whatever. And again, kind of with that, though, you know, you're falling into the wildlife, but maybe it's underwater wildlife, underwater Underwater ocean, oceanography, or I don't know if that's the word, you're, you're shooting underwater specifically. So, and there, and there's something super unique and cool to that. But again, I think if you're shooting surf photography and you're shooting underwater wildlife, you should look at maybe trying to keep those separate so that you have a place where people are like, Hey, I want to, this is a beautiful thing. And all it is, is maybe the ocean waves crashing and you know, ocean waves at sunset, ocean waves at, at sunrise, right? So super unique, different things can happen there. And, you know, again, with with doing those things, you don't have to work with people. And that's kind of why this episode is about finding your niche, right? So if you don't like working with people or it's hard to work with people or you don't have that confidence, because some of these will require more confidence in some ways or people skills than others. I guess that's the point that I want to make with this episode really is how all of these things can relate to each other but how they're separate and why it's important to find that little bit of separate thing that you like so if anyone follows or is familiar with Lindsay Adler I may have just slaughtered that name but I've written some things down but her name was not one I didn't do any research but I remember also again going back to the WPPI Expo that I'm going to mention some other things from that Expo as well. We're approaching it and it's kind of a hot topic right now. So I think it's just kind of on my the, on the mind. Let's say you are not a wedding photographer. You won't know that until maybe you try it. You won't know that you're an underwater photographer until you try it. You won't know that you love surf photography until you try it. Now, I think one little thing that I guess I want to caution with this and that and it came to mind because I said the surf photography, but with any of the action sports type things, it's pretty crucial that you're also a participant in some of those being able. And I'm not saying you need to be a great surfer, just understanding the sport a little bit will go so much further for you if you understand the sport if you understand the sport of climbing or the sport of skiing biking or motorsports, you know and again i think this is a little bit of why finding your niche with it is is really cool because you're going to resonate more with the things that you enjoy and if you have if you're familiar with those things it's going to resonate with you more you're going to enjoy it more you're going to want to do it more You're not going to get burned out. You know, if it's something that you hate or you don't enjoy, you are going to find that burnout happens real fast and you're not going to enjoy your experience with it. You're not going to enjoy the people that you work with. There's so many different reasons to find your niche. And these are just a few of them. There's so many more that I probably have not even hit on. Again, with the WPPI being that it's actually coming up next week, there's... Another reason why, you know, I don't shoot a ton of weddings, I do it rarely, but I know how to do it and it's a crucial skill to have. I don't know many photographers that haven't shot some type of engagements or weddings or whatever, but with that in mind, you know, just because you don't shoot weddings doesn't mean you can't go and explore different trade shows and expos and and events or workshops for a photographer because there's things to be learned through different niches that can help you with the content that you create in your own niche. And especially with like workshops or expos, because at the WPPI, I think it was back in 2013, almost maybe. I'm not sure that I've attended one since then, but they had the San Francisco 49ers football official photographer there. To give a workshop on it, and he talked about shooting on the shadow line of the sports field, and, you know, and having those different things and different settings that he uses that help him kind of forget about certain things or how he selects certain images and uploads them via Wi-Fi to the to the server so that someone can have same play-by-play almost like shots within five minutes of them being captured. So it's super cool to like go and and explore things and learn and encourage and push yourself to explore different niches and explore your learning. Because when you learn different things, you'll learn different aspects of photography or learn different perspectives from a, a different photographer, you know, just because you're like, hey, I'm a surf photographer and only a surf photographer doesn't mean that something from the team sports photographer realm might not help you. And I think like moving forward from all of this is the last thing that I kind of want to, I guess, discuss is just journalism, photography, or that type of photography work and just documenting stuff because that on its own can be super fun and super crucial. And, and maybe that's what you love doing is just sharing the story of being the bystander to the football team. You know, maybe you don't want to necessarily document the the sports all the time, but you want to go and capture that story and and get the names of people and stuff. With that in mind, with journalism, and I think with anything, with any photography niche that you want to explore, I think it's super crucial to learn writing, to learn how to write, to learn what to write and write about the things that you're taking images of or creating images with. Because when you write about it, you'll have more emotions and more feelings towards the things that you capture in the future, whether it's writing about it for yourself or writing about it for someone else, being able to articulate the words that follow the, the images, I think has been a, a super crucial thing, especially as we move forward with social media and whatnot. It's been really neat, I think, for me to see the different ways that just writing a post for Instagram has, has moved things for me as far as personal growth and, and as far as my own, own business. But yeah, I guess that's kind of this episode. Hopefully you guys have taken something from all of this and I just want to go, I guess from this point I just want to encourage you guys to go find your own niche, explore different types of stuff that you maybe haven't thought of doing. You know, there's so many different things. There's a question like I, there's so many different things that I didn't name. You guys should go explore it and go learn about it. And you won't know it if you like it until you try it. And then when you learn that you don't like it, take what you can from it to implement it back into the things that you do enjoy. So yeah, that's the episode. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for being here. Please give this podcast uh, rating on Apple iTunes so that it gets recognized by that and encouraged for other people to listen to. If you have any suggestions or people that you would like to be interviewed, feel free to email me at adam at philphoto.com. That's P-H-I-L-L-P-H-O-T-O.com. Again, thank you guys for listening and I'll catch you guys on the next one. thank you to everyone that's made it this far into the episode. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening and being a listener. Uh, if you've not yet rated us on Apple podcasts, that helps us out a megaton. Like it's, it's the big, it's the big thing that helps make our channel, this podcast rank and grow. Basically it helps me (laughs) to be able to, Do more of these. Um, Again, thank you guys so much for being here. If you haven't yet subscribed so you get notified with every weekly episode, every Wednesday, every morning, we would love it if you would subscribe. Um, Again, thank you guys for being here. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks.